This is the show for grown-ups. And they say bad words. And they say bad words. Say final warning. Final warning. Welcome back to the Pod of Blunders. I'm hoping, you know, there's always a chance. I'm your host, Nate Magnuski, and with me, as always, is Blake Hildebrand, the flake. Nate, I know that's what it says in our Zoom meeting, but it's me, Richard. Oh. But I'll be playing the part of Blake Hildebrand this evening. Who else is with us? I'm tired of introducing people. Oh, uh, I'm here, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Who am I? That's Mr. Ray. I am the keeper for $2 Creature Feature. And we're doing a collaboration with Pot of Blunders here, our favorite podcast that is in our own. Wow, qualified. And, All right, fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> and I'm also here. My name's Christopher Mickey. I'm playing Atticus Remington, the professional. Professional what? Asshole. Nate, do you want to tell him who you're playing? Yeah, I'm Cheryl Gunderson, the mundane. Okay. And so if you haven't seen in the title line, we are playing Monster of the Week, one of my all-time favorite RPGs to play. If you like Supernatural or X-Files or Fringe, this would be right up your alley. It's everything spooky and kooky. This week we are doing a mystery that I have written up and I am selling on my itch. It is called Night on Cold Mountain. So who wants to go first? Oh, I'll go first. As I mentioned previously, I'm Cheryl Gunderson. I am like a 58-year-old woman. I'm here on my anniversary with my husband, Bill. I want to go to Aruba, but Bill always gets his way. He gets cranky if he doesn't. And sometimes, you know, I'm a people pleaser, so it's better to just go along to get along. And, you know, I'm from Minnesota. I, I would rather not go somewhere snowy, but again, Bill has to have his way, and here we are. So I'm trying to make the best out of a rough situation. Don't you know? <laughs> I, I do know. Uh, what does Bill do? Just out of curiosity, what do you both do like outside of oh, vacationing? Well, he's in the insurance world, so he's a very busy man. And I am a crossing guard for our local elementary school. Crossing guards are very important. Insurance people, not so much. Kidding. I'm I'm just like left and right taking shots at your audience. I apologize. Oh, they have it coming. <laughs> they listen to us. <laughs> You're the first ones to step into the lodge that we see. Well, uh, the ski lodge is, it's got a lot of wood paneling. It's got one big main hall where people congregate. Um, you can see like there's an upstairs portion and there is just a row of rooms like in the back. Whenever you step in, uh, you see a um, older man. He looks like he's probably in his late 60s. He's got on kind of snow gear like he was just about to head out. Well, hello there. I'm Keith Barlow. How you doing? I'm uh, the owner here by, with my wife. She's probably the one you spoke with on the phone. Oh yeah, that was your wife. Oh, she's so, so such a sweetie. Yeah, she is. I I like her. She she keeps me around. She keeps me fed. <laughs> and he and Bill laugh. I'll let her go ahead and take care of your bags. I gotta go. There's a storm blowing in. I don't know if you heard about that. Oh no, I haven't seen the weather. <laughs> I I hope you folks are uh, are in the mind to stay here for a little while. Uh, there's a good chance we're gonna get snowed in. Oh, how exciting! Uh, exciting for you. Uh, it's pretty cold for me. You know, my old bones be screaming. Well, I have the perfect tea cure for that. You just come up and see me in my room, and I'll help you right out. Oh, all right. I, I appreciate that. 
and uh, he steps out of the way. Where do you all go? Right to check in. I think he, we want to talk to his wife and get our, our stuff settled. You see Janet sitting there behind a register and she sees you and she stands up and she's like, oh, it's so good to see you. She's got gray hair that's kind of pulled up into like uh, a bun. She's wearing a coat, even though that there's a good like roaring fire in here. She's still bundled up. Did we speak on the phone? Oh, yes. I and as soon as I go to speak, I think Bill interrupts me and steps it forward. And he's like, you know, uh, a lot of people coming in and out. You got insurance, rental insurance, renters insurance. Maybe if you gave you, if I gave you my card, you could give out to some people here to protect the valuables while they're staying in your property. You know, there's always an opportunity here. Maybe uh, I give you a little kickback. He's kind of kind of fast seller, real like. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. Usually, usually I let Keith handle all that, but uh, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, thank you. Oh, great, great, great. Yeah, you know, good business, good business. And he walks away yeah. to talk to somebody else. Does he do that to everybody? Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. No, he's always, it's... he's never off duty, he says. An insurance man never rests. Yeah, well, hopefully you all can find some rest here. I'm sure. It's a lovely place, dear. And uh, we got your Groupon code, so everything's everything's fine. Groupon? He said he, this was a, he paid full price for this. He's got a Groupon to this place? Yeah, we were running a special. Uh, he's really good at navigating Groupons. I was surprised we still had some codes that were active that I wasn't aware of. Oh, he's always got a nose for the deal, my Billy. You got your room 60% off. That was really good. You can see like my face gets a little stiff. My smile is a little forced because like I thought this was a treat and he's just going mm-hmm. as cheap as he possibly can. I'm like, well, I, I can't wait to discuss that with him later. Thank you so much, honey. Oh, will you yeah, take our I, bags? Yeah, I will take care of that. And uh, here's your room key. Oh, thank uh, you. If so you want to lounge around here, we've got a machine for getting the coffee. All you got to do is just push the button and it'll do it automatically. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> and then I wander off. All right. Yeah, let's hear about Blake. Blake's taxi drops him off at the front. According to this sheet here, Blake Hildebrand is a man with suspicious eyes and comfortable clothes. I think he's up for the weekend at the ski lodge for a political rally that's in town. But he didn't want to stay in the city because the water there, it's all too chlorinated and fluorinated. So he's come up to the country so he can have pure mountain spring water with no additives and nobody can track him where he is because it's very poor cell reception. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard that fluoride uh, satellites can trace your fillings off of that. Exactly. Exactly. Plus, with all this 4G, 5G I've got in my blood system now, I can't afford to be tracked. Okay. So, yeah, as you're stepping out of the cab, you see Keith Barlow stepping out of the lodge, and he's, like, all bundled up. You know, he's got his jacket, like, zipped up, and he's, like, trying to put on a scarf. And he sees you, and he waves. He's like, oh, hello there. What Uh, is that, a scarf? Yeah. Yes. Are you Why? hiding your face? Well, from the wind, yeah. Old Jack Frost will take your nose. As long as that's the only reason you're wearing that scarf. Do you, Do you have a problem with scarves, sir? My face, my choice is all I'm saying. Okay. That um, won't be a problem, will it, Mister Barlow? That's not a problem for me at all, sir. What's What's your name again? My name's Blake Hildebrand. Did you call ahead to reserve a room? Yeah, I might have done. I was under a fake name. Oh, that's good. All right. Yeah, sorry. I'll go back into mute now. Bye. <laughs> yeah, but you won't find it under Hildebrand. Oh, but well, will we find it under? Charles. Charles. Charles uh, Washington. Oh, okay. See, we, we thought we had a celebrity here. The great Washington family. I come from a long line of patriots, sir, so it's not too far off, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, just go on in, uh, say hey to my wife. She'll get you all checked in. 
Well, I'm going to go outside it. and somebody can take my bags. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Nobody better touch my bags. These bags are not to leave my sight. I will take them myself. Yeah. Uh, you have yourself a good time. Yeah, you take them snow boots and you get out of here, buddy. I will. Thank you for noticing my snow boots. I, I'm quite proud of them. And he walks away. <laughs> I have to go now. Goodbye. What a, what a pleasant person. <laughs> Eat shit, host I just met. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, Atticus, tell me a little bit about yourself. So Atticus is the professional. He has a strong chiseled jaw. He's about in his mid-30s with a nice crew-cut haircut. He steps out of his big van, which has a logo on it, says Slopes for You. And when he steps out, he has uh, a number of utility equipment, including like a mop and a broom, vacuum stuff. He's loading out into the, like through the door. And he's wearing a utility coveralls. He's ready to clean up the place, posing as a janitor. His name tag does, in fact, say Atticus. And he walks up to Keith. Is that the, the manager who's outside? Or Yes, that's Keith. Keith Barlow. Hey, uh, so you must be Keith. Uh, my name's Atticus, and I'm, I'm here to clean up things for the day. I'm, I'm sorry I'm a bit late. But uh, I'm here to take care of you over the blizzard that we're going to get. Do you have spare changes of clothes and whatnot? Because from what I'm hearing, uh, you might be slipping out in. Yeah, I, I, I come prepared. I'm good at my job. I'm glad you're here. We, we appreciate having your help. It's a pleasure to be here, Mr. Keith, sir. My employer did tell me that I would have some lodging here. <laughs> I, I, don't, I could sleep in a utility closet, to be fair. Like, I, I could sleep anywhere. No, we wouldn't see it. You know, worst case scenario, you, t- you just bunk up in my room and I'd sleep on the couch. I don't know where my awesome. wife would sleep, though. Yeah, go ahead and just check in with my wife. She'll get you s- sorted out. He starts bringing his equipment inside. Are, are you Keith's wife? Yes, I am Jana Barlow. How am I help you? Uh, I'm from Slopes for you. I'm here to take care of the place for a little bit. Yeah. I was wondering, yeah. where can I put all my stuff? You got any closets here? We have several closets, and we also have a room. And then she'll hand you a key and be like, uh, this is the room that we save for you special. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Your room's on the second floor. What floor was I on? I forgot. Sorry. Uh, you're on the first floor. Hey, dunk. Nice. Yeah. I I'm old. No, fuck you. You stormed <laughs> off. No, uh, no, I think you were just standing there watching Keith like go about his business. <laughs> nice snow boots, snow boots. You screamed at him. <laughs> your fist. <laughs> There's chemtrails. No, those are clouds. Stop. <laughs> so, Blake, what do you what do you uh, you want to check in? First, I need to do a perimeter check. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to roll investigate a mystery for me? I would love to. Two d six plus sharp. Uh, my sharp is a plus two. So I'm going to put this in my modifier here. So a six. Starting off strong. Nice job. Mark XP. <laughs> yeah, Mark experience because that's a failure. Um, so yeah, you're looking around and you don't really see anything. You don't notice anything. But as you're doing this perimeter look around, I see you just kind of keeping a keen eye and then you turn around and there is just a very 
large six foot seven guy is standing right behind you. He's got a very nice square jaw, flat top haircut, and he's looking down at you. My name is Ivan. Oh my God, I'm in the wilderness and I found Bigfoot. Do you need help with your bags? No, no one's touching my bags but me. Now, is there a rear entrance to this place? Yes. Good, I want to know where all my exits and entrances are. If you just follow the end of the building and then take a right and then take another right, you're at the door. And that's the back way in. All right, I've investigated. I found Ivan. Now, let me go to my room. Where is it? Checked in yet. (laughs) You have to check in. Fine. Play your little game, Mr. Ray. (laughs) Yeah, so we're all here, man. (laughs) (laughs) That yielded nothing. Um, Yeah, then I'll I'll just check in with uh, your wife. Hello, lady. Hi. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Hi, my name's Janet. How can I help you? Hi, Janet. Mr. Washington to check in. Oh, yeah. Presidential suite. Up the stairs and then to the end of the hallway and then up the next flight of stairs. And you're at the very top. Excellent. I will now leave you to go to my room. Are there three levels to the lodge? Yes. Yeah, there are three levels to the lodge. Richard, have you ever spoken to a human being before? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get inside this Blake person and i don't know <laughs> he blake believes in nonsense that's what he believes he he never leaves his room probably he probably doesn't even talk to people who knows i like that we haven't even here. like gotten into the mystery yet and the most like <laughs> suspicious person is one of the players i love it uh, i will go to my room now <laughs> bye friendly stranger beep boop boop beep boop like the fuck Anyway, <laughs> I just want to get away from everybody's asking me pleasantries questions. I have no time for this. Cheryl, let's go to you. What are the Gundersons up to? I am giving Bill a ration of shit for going cheap on a 30th wedding anniversary. You know, we only get one of these and he had to go here. He insisted on it. And now I know it's because not because he wanted to go here, but because it was the cheapest option. You're always looking for the deals. You know, I know all this how your business is, but this isn't business. It's supposed to be pleasure. And now okay. that part of the equation is out. <laughs> out. And I slammed the door. <laughs> That's fine. I was, uh, I'm just going to check out the main area then. There, dear. And I open the door back up and I say, I was going to go get ice, but I'm already giving you enough cold shoulder. Slam again. And I storm off. <laughs> In my hot pink tracksuit. Just want to paint a whole picture. <laughs> I love it. Love it. And as you walk away, it just goes whip, whip, whip. <laughs> yeah. I was very angrily, sa, 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 sa. <laughs> I think everybody, like, unless you want to do anything between now and then, we start kind of getting settled in. Actually, yeah. I would like to do something. All right. So, what do you want to do? As I'm carrying all my equipment in, so I'm part of an organization and I got to two, choose two benefits, one of which was good intel. So I was wondering, as Atticus goes to his room, he opens up a suitcase, essentially, and there's probably documents in there. What do you think I could glean about this place, either about maybe the blizzard or like anything that I might know ahead of time? Why don't you go ahead and roll deal with the agency, which is one of your special moves? Okay. 2d6. So that is awful. That's a four and then minus one because I'm not very sharp. So that's a three. All right. Uh, go ahead and mark experience. Uh, <laughs> Hooray. 
So you were supposed to have like well-documented like explanation about like why you're supposed to be here. All you know is that last year around this time, all of the guests at this uh, ski lodge disappeared and that's it. That's all you know. <laughs> yeah. It seems that whoever gives out the information at your organization is a little upset at you. Yeah. So for right now you're in the doghouse. And uh, until you do something to make amends with this person, you don't have any information. Awesome. Or you wouldn't do like hunt around and investigate anything or. I think what Atticus will do is he will start to actually start cleaning things and he's going to keep an eye out for people mm-hmm. um, as he's mopping the floors, cleaning off seats and tables or whatever, and just make sure that, his peepers are always open. Okay. Okay. Uh, Blake, what yeah. are you doing? I think I'm calling down to the main lobby to complain that all they have is MSNBC and CNN on the TV. There's no OAN. There's no Newsmax. There's Fox News, but I gave up on them year ago. Can't, can't we do something better with this TV? I, I'm honestly surprised you're getting MSNBC. We don't usually get that channel. That's strange. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) That's me. I fixed the cable for you. I noticed that a cord was unplugged. Well, can you plug in a cord that will get me to to the truth? To to get me to uh, OAN? I mean, I can't solve every problem. Well, see what you can do. I I can't listen to this neo-commie bullshit. Uh, All right, I'll see what I can do. And he starts like adjusting rabbit wires and whatever. Rabbit I'm just working wires. on a TV now. Yeah, rabbit wires. <laughs> You've seen uh, the TV. This is cable, right? All the rabbit wires. Do you want to give me a sharp roll just to see how well you do with this? Sure. I got a five. What the fuck, dude? I'm not very sharp. Mark another experience. It's three fails in a row. Leveling up. Wait, so, so if something bad happens if he fails, like, does he get, like, shocked by the rabbit ears? <laughs> Can I make a proposition? Actually, no, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. All right. This isn't right. under pressure. <laughs> no, I think you, like, mess around with them, and you, you're, you like, 90% sure you got it. And Blake's TV just displays static. How's that look? I thought I could see Tucker for a second, but now he's gone. Oh, Damn. I, I might have broken a wire, I think. Don't worry, I, I'll I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Richard, can you go ahead and give me a sharp roll? Yeah, that's what, 2d6? Yeah, and 2d6. my sharp is looking like a plus two. So seven. Seven. Hey, all right. Okay. No so, experience for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like once he leaves, like, I'm sure like you get up to, to like see which way he's going. Now, I'm going to give you a choice. Either you can see this thing, but only in glimpses, or you just don't see it and you get experience. Well, I want to see it in glimpses, I imagine. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see him walk out, and you notice that his shadow stays there for a minute. It can tell you're seeing it, and it like steps into the shadows and disappears. Like a Dracula shadow. Yes. I was thinking pissed off Peter Pan, but yeah, this works. I imagine that Blake has heard a lot about cryptids. 
Would you say that's fair? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, is this like one of those like uh, like one of those shadow people with the hats and the capes? I didn't see beady little red eyes, but I'm going to investigate mm. further. <laughs> so, if All I right, want yeah. to investigate, you roll plus sharp. I've got a fourteen this time. <laughs> awesome! That's great. So, uh, on a ten plus, you hold two. You can ask what happened here. What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? Well, what kind of creature is it? And where did it go? You're pretty sure this is one of them shadow people. And then your other question is, where did it go? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It went into somebody's room. Like, it kind of just ran towards the door. And then it seemed like it slipped under the crack. I want to try to get into that room. Go ahead and act under pressure for me. Roll plus my cool is negative one. One is so six, so five. So you start like going up to this door like you're trying to get in and you notice it's locked. You hear somebody behind you go, <clears throat> Well, I, uh, turn around. Who is it? It's a shorter man. He's he's probably shorter than you. Um, He's probably about five foot tall and he's got a wicked comb over and a big curly mustache. Uh, excuse me, sir. What What is it you think you're doing? Hey, mustache, is this your room? Yeah. Open it up now. There's a shadow person in there, and I need to I need to find this thing. Come on. Uh, a, a shadow thing? A, sh- a shadow person. Now give me a key. Let's open it up. Two of us can work together. I'll grab him. You throw a bunch of talcum powder on him, and we'll be able to catch him. <laughs> Roll manipulate someone, which is plush charm. Oh, yeah, for charm is a strong suit. <laughs> it really is. Uh, negative one for charm. <laughs> oh, just like real life. <laughs> a seven. <laughs> a seven. On a seven to nine, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show you mean it. Uh, if they ask too much, they will tell you what, if anything, it would take for them to do it. Do I have to show them that I'm serious? Uh, yeah, you got to show them that you're serious. Then I'm going to flash my thirty-eight revolver and say, listen... Oh, goodness me! Either this can go with Shadow Person or it can go in you. Now, let's open this up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he pulls out his key and opens up the door. Is there a Shadow Person inside? Roll, read a bad situation. Plus two, that's my best feature. Thirteen. You can hold three questions. And acting on any of these gives you a plus one. So you can ask, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's the most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? Is there any dangers I've overlooked? Yeah. I think once you come in, um, you see the shadow like just run across the wall, but you do see it. Does the other fellow see it? It doesn't appear he does. And what is my most vulnerable thing? Yeah, it's probably this creature, if you know how to harm it. Uh, otherwise, it's it's the guy you, you manipulated to get you in here. I think I'm going to have to try to shoot it. All right. Uh, if you want to shoot it, you kick some ass. Okay, let's kick some ass. Now, That's order... plus tough. All right, well, I'm a zero tough. Ten. Awesome. <laughs> On a ten plus, you choose one extra effect. You gain the advantage where you take one forward or give one forward to another hunter. Uh, you inflict terrible harm, you suffer less harm, or you force them where you want them. Force who? The monster? Yeah. Oh, then yeah, I want to do that. 
Okay. Uh, where do you want to force the monster to? Like, what does this look like? Can I force him into my zip ties that are in my back pocket? I mean, if you want to try like shooting him and then restraining him, I think that that would be covered with this. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, how much harm does your gun do? Two harm. Uh, yeah. So you level your gun and you take aim on this and you fire and the lens flare like brightens up your room and the creature takes the shot and seems to stumble and fall on the ground and right away you go and you feel for some odd reason it's solid in your hands even though it seems two-dimensional and you get your zip ties around these and this creature is laying there and it rolls on its quote-unquote back it seems to almost look up at you. It's hard to explain how you understand it, but a side profile of this creature, you can see its mouth open and from its mouth burst this icky blackness that shrouds the room. And you take three harm as you were coughing and you took a direct whiff of this. Do you have any armor? That would be under gear, right? Yeah. So no armor. And we're going to go downstairs to see what Cheryl Gunderson is doing. So if I just heard a gunshot. Yes, you heard a gunshot. I think everybody heard the gunshot. So I have a move called What Could Go Wrong? And it's whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets, I get to hold two. So yes. I'm, I'm running up the stairs. I'm like, what, the, what was that? And just booking it. Yeah, you can see there's an open door. And the man that's bald with the big mustache is running out going, he, he's crazy and he just books it out like just right past you so i just run past him i don't care about him i want to see what's happening and i look in the room and i see just you him see, like tackling a, a shadow <laughs> yeah you see him like have a shadow that's restrained on the ground and almost like pollution levels of like black cloudiness and that's when i pull out my revolver <laughs> <laughs> I love America. <laughs> shoot it. Well, shoot it. <laughs> Bill's gone so much from the house on his insurance calls and stuff, so I, I have to protect myself. So I got a handgun. He insists. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I shoot <laughs> at whoever. Aim it toward the shadow, would you please? Hey, I'll do what the dice do, man. Ooh, that's a 12. All right, 10 plus. <laughs> Take one. I'm going to inflict terrible harm, and let's right. see. I'm going to do that twice because I'm using my what could go wrong move. So I'm inflicting two harm, so four harm in total. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you doing? Shadow. Yeah, right at this creature. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're a far enough distance away. Like it's not going to be able to attack back at you. Its uh, cough thing seems to be pretty close range. So yeah, you fire off a shot, and all logic and sense would be. Make you think that it goes through the shadow, but you hit it dead on, and there's just this black, icky blood that just leaks out of it, and the shadow stops moving, then it just dissipates, and the zip ties are just laying on the floor. So I put my gun away, I rush over to Blake. I'm like, oh, are you okay? Oh, I saw what it did, it, it breathed on you, all that black stuff. It breathed on me, but I had it. You get involved and the thing just disappears? Yeah, I killed it. You're welcome. Killed it. I never wanted to kill the damn thing. If I had caught it, this would have been my ticket to fame. I would have caught an elusive shadow monster. It had been a ticket to your early grave, and it's well-deserved, young man. 
Now, is this your room? No, it's that fat mustache man. Well, you've made a mess of his floor, so let's get the janitor in here to help clean. Fine, but I want samples of all this black goo. Uh-huh, that sounds nice. And <laughs> I walk away. <laughs> I just wave behind me, like, dismissing you entirely. And I'm looking for the band I saw earlier with the, the cleaning supplies. Yeah, Atticus, yeah. you've now heard two gunshots. And uh, uh, I, I imagine that Atticus was running down as soon as he uh, heard the first one. Okay. So he'd Mop probably already be at the door. Oh, okay. great timing. That's fair. <laughs> what the hell went on here? Listen, there was a shadow thing. I've killed it. Now we need to clean up the blood or something. Come on. Um, Atticus looks around I I imagine there's probably like a bunch of people around like gathering around us right Uh, just us three yeah no there there are people starting to come up the stairs and like wanting to see Wiley who's the the guy with the big mustache kind of made a big commotion about it Ah, there's a madman with a gun help he's shooting something in my room Janet pushes through the crowd she's like what is the meaning of this I look at Blake and I say, do you want to explain it? Ma'am, are you aware that you have a shadow people or shadow persons? Shadow people? That's... Shadow people. I'm going to need to take your gun. You can take my gun from my cold, dead hands. I have the right to bear arms like my forefathers before me. You will tell no such thing. I also have the right to kick you out of my lodge because I don't want somebody running around with firearms, especially if they're seeing shadow people. It's just too much of a liability. You saw it. Explain all the blood. So I step forward and I very calmly, I know it sounds crazy, but when I came around the corner, I saw this man tackling, look like a shadow on the ground, and he had its hands tied in zip ties, and it was breathing smoke at him. Now, I know what you're thinking. I would think the same thing, but look at the floor. There's some of its blood where I shot it, too. <laughs> Roll manipulate someone. I have a plus two to this because I'm charming as a motherfucker. Yeah. Ooh. I needed that plus two. I have an eight. <laughs> also, Richard, what moves does Blake have? Suspicious mind, contrary, and net friends. Uh, what is suspicious mind? If someone lies to you, you know it. Okay. A shadow person. I've I've never heard of such a crazy thing. You're lying to me and I know it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I was going to say, you could tell she's lying to you. Look, I... I don't want you running around with, with a gun. It's it's not good for business. It's not good for us, the Lodge. I think it's better than having shadow people run around. Thank you, Cheryl. You're welcome, sir. I don't um, know your name. I'm sorry, honey. I was going to ask, Cheryl, what did you get on your manipulate roll? I got an eight. So I, I want to like take her by the hand and like lead her over to the blood and be like, look, I want you to see it. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Okay. I, I believe you, I guess, but... I don't want you running around with guns. I I just have a personal issue with them. Because you're soft. (laughs) If you give me the guns, I won't tell my husband about this. I'll do you a favor on this one, because I understand how you feel, honey. you got a business to run. I'll give you my gun and my bullets, and you let Blake keep his weapon. I think that's a compromise we can all deal with. I would rather have you have a gun than him have a gun. I understand. Uh, I just don't think that's going to happen. He seems very serious about this whole gun thing. I think you should go. And she says that to Blake. I, I, I really think you should go. Well, well let us, let's talk it over with hold on, let me and my new friend here talk it over for a second, if you don't mind, sweetheart, okay? I'll tell you what. You give her your gun. I'll give you my gun. 
after she leaves. So you'll be armed. And we know the truth, you and me. We're in this together now, bud. Hey, what do you think my best course of action is here, bud? Oh, I want your honest advice. I think you should not listen to me. <laughs> Go your own way on things. <laughs> this is a paradox. Like robots thinking about love. <laughs> no, no one's taking my guns. I'm sorry. I'm going to cock back my hammer and say I have now taken martial law. This is what happens when you try to take a patriot's weapon. I will it- keep us safe from shadow people. And I'm enacting my Second Amendment right, and we will, together, kill these shadow people. Could Atticus step into the room with, like, his hands up and attempt to do something like act under pressure, since this seems to be, like, a very tension-filled moment, um, just to have everyone calm down and get their bearings? For that, like, you would have to do, like, a manipulate someone. But, like, if you were going to try to take Blake's gun, you would roll act under pressure. Could I try to take sense? Blake's gun? Yeah, you can try to take it. You Out of his cold dead hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That is a 10 plus 3 is a 13. Oh, you take that gun? <laughs> yeah. <his> gun. <laughs> I'm cool as a cucumber. I think Atticus just dives towards it. Can't see it, but yeah, hand motions, hand motions. Uh, we could hear that though. Your sound effects were good. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah they're great. <laughs> hey, uh, why don't we just calm down here, okay? All right, feller, just calm down. Everything will be just fine. I want to garrote him or hit him with my flashlight, but I'm going to calm down. <laughs> yeah, there's there's time. <laughs> there's time we're, all, <laughs> we're all safe here, okay? Whatever beast you saw in here, it's it's not here anymore, okay? We we can just calm down. Just breathe in, breathe out, feller. Okay. I think Atticus will very subtly, as subtly as he can, whisper to Blake, Meet me in my room after this. We gotta talk. Sexy. <laughs> it's about this time Keith steps in and he's kind of covered in snow and he pulls down his scarf and he's like sides we can't right kick him out anyway the storm's come and nobody's getting out tonight dun, dun, and, dun. and then title card <laughs> Monday uh, yeah I think after this very tense uh, display the kitchen is open for you know the night nightly meal I think it's a corn soup of some sort nice but <laughs> I, I don't know. It's something I make. I use like a can of corn and like cream and mushroom and a little bit of milk, and I just mix it up. It's it's good. Corn okay? cheddar, yeah, 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 yeah. If we want to do the Atticus and Blake scene, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Well, as Atticus is walking out of the room, he turns around and gives Cheryl like an eye. I am married, young man. <laughs> He's like, no, not no, not like that. And why not? <laughs> Because he's asked me to his No, room, no, I, I didn't feel like that either. I mean, you seem like mm-hmm. a, a lovely woman. I'm married. <laughs> I, let's go, Blake. <laughs> I'm going to uh, look over at the manager, too, and be like, I- I'll get this right cleaned up by the morning, okay? Mr. Wiley, we'll, we'll find you a different room for tonight. And um, I lead them up to my room. Yeah, which I think your room is on this floor anyway, so. Please, uh, come in. I'd like to talk to you about something. That's okay. 
If it's about Jesus, I already found him, sir. Not about Jesus. It's about something much more sinister. <laughs> more sinister. That's a weird way to put it, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> that, that's a bad way to put it. Hold on, hold on. It's, uh, no, it's way no. worse than Jesus. <laughs> No, no, no. It came out wrong. I know what you're thinking. And you're right. It's not about Jesus. It's about the opposite of Jesus. Okay? Come in here with me. This guy sinks in water. He fucks up wine. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, Atticus is not a very charming person. It's not very charming. Or bright. But, um, so he, he steps into the room and I assume you follow. What, what did you see in there? Like I told you before, I saw a shadow person go under Mr. Wiley's door. We busted it down. And I, anyway, I started blasting. And and what did you see? Is it Cheryl, did you say? I'm Atticus, by the way. I don't know if I've officially introduce myself uh yes hi and i give you that little weird like front facing lip handshake thing like yeah, old ladies he, do he uh, takes it as gingerly as he can you can call me miss gunderson or cheryl or Cher if we're friendly i saw the thing when i came around the corner and i shot it to death with extreme prejudice well that that's a spirit that we're gonna have to carry on through the night because there's something bad going on around here i'm not actually a janitor Please don't tell other people this, but I, I work for a, a special organization, okay? And we hunt monsters. I received some intel over here about an incident that happened at this very lodge about a year ago. And he picks out the paper and it just says, one year ago, everyone at this dairy lodge disappeared mysteriously. And I kid you not. There's something bad going around here. I recognize your gumption. You guys leapt into battle. You fired your guns. And I respect that. But I fear that this isn't over. These monsters, they don't just simply disappear from a gun wound. There's something more to this. I'm going to need your help. So I'm thinking that I might be stuck with two crazy people here. But I did see a shadow man that I shot to death. So I can't be too judgy, I guess, huh? We've all got a little crazy in us. So everyone disappeared. Does that include the proprietors of this place? See, that's the thing. I don't know. We got to figure that out tonight. Well, you hand me my gun, and I'm with you, pal. Atticus hands his gun back. You got to promise me. I know what you're thinking, and I'm not going to shoot you. I I hope that went unsaid. I I wasn't thinking that. No, no, I just don't want you to think that I would shoot you, because I won't. I thought you were going to ask if he was part of the government, if he was a government organization that hunted monsters. He's a G-man. <laughs> I gotta. I, I do have to tell my husband this, I think. I think this is pretty important. Do you, do you trust him? I mean, yeah. I, 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 yeah. He's not a perfect man, but who is? Well, there's one person. Do you have a minute to hear about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? No, nah, this, this is far more sinister. <laughs> this is way worse than that guy. <laughs> oh, my God. I always say such horrible things. I want that on a T-shirt. Just... <laughs> this is way worse than Jesus. Like, I didn't mean that at all. <laughs> well, you know the Beatles said they were bigger than Jesus? Uh, Potter's way worse than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's our shirt. And it'll be Jesus giving the thumbs down. 
I was like just disappointed, like. <laughs> oh no, that's way worse. <laughs> right? I'm Jesus. not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesus. That's, that's our first shirt. <laughs> <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Can I read a bad situation? I want to know if any of my training would help me know if people are in immediate danger right now. First uh, off, I wouldn't classify my marriage as a bad situation. We've all got our troubles, but for 30 odd years, we've made it through. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Essentially, I want to assess like, we just killed a, a shadow monster, a shadow person. We? <laughs> Do they usually come together with like, are there multiple ones or I don't, I don't know. Oh. Like, because I, I might want to like gather everyone to the, the main room and be like, okay, we all have to stay together. You know, like, I don't know how much danger we're in right now. Well, I wouldn't do okay. that because I can't be trusted for their proprietors. Yeah, right. Uh, go ahead and roll investigate a mystery, and we'll okay. see what you know. That's a, a big old three. Dumb as a doorknob. <laughs> Maybe Atticus is panicking. Oh, God. I, I just don't know what to do. To be honest, I, I don't know what to do, guys. Do you have any ideas, Cheryl? I have a move called Oops. And if I want to stumble across something important, I tell the keeper. And I'll find something important and useful, although not necessarily related to my immediate problem. Would that be useful um, in this situation or no? Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Oops. Is, it's one of the best moves in this game. You don't have to roll anything for that, do you? This is like the okay. GM's little pet, right? Like this is like, let's me ask you to tell us what we need to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll say in, in every room, there's like a fireplace. I think you kind of like lean against it and... It's like a full section that you lean on and it turns into the wall. And then whenever you let go of it, it releases and it opens up like this hidden compartment. And in it, you see a book. Jinkies. If you look inside, the first thing you notice is the book really smells. It's got kind of leathery pages. It's got black ink on them. Oof, duh. this is a stinky one. And I toss it to Atticus. Atticus catches it. <laughs> And uh, he opens it. Is it like symbols? Does it say any words on it? Yeah, it's if written in it. a script that you don't recognize. You know what? I don't recognize this either. Yeah. I bet you if I take a picture and I put it up on my parlor page, somebody will recognize this. We'll get some answers. So I will, with your mystery roll plus charm. Oh, negative one for charm. That's no good. Seven. So on a seven to nine, they're prepared to help, but it's either going to take some time or you're going to have to do part of it yourself. Yeah. So which do you want? Do you want it to take time or do you want to do part of it yourself? I don't know if there's anything I could do myself if I don't understand all this hieroglyphic language here. So I yeah, mean, it's just going to have to take some time. We got slow internet here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. You get like a response almost immediately. Oh, What's the the screen name of this person who's contacting you? What about House of Pain? But it's like spelled like Thomas Payne's last name. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's, that's actually really good. <laughs> You're welcome. You can keep that one. Sure. What he said. Uh, so, yeah, you get almost an immediate response from House of Pain, 42. He's 45. Like, <laughs> 45. 45. Got your message. Decrypting now. Excellent. Th then you get like dot, dot, dot. Th this might take a while. You, you should do other stuff and, you know, get something to eat, hang out, sleep. 
I'll have it to you by morning, maybe. What time is it, by the way? Like, uh, it's the it's like after like late evening now. It's like pitch black outside because the sun goes down pretty early. I imagine you can hear like from the outside the winds of the blizzard blowing. Oh, CJ, how's that sound? Just, just wow. It's like, it's like we're there. there. <laughs> <laughs> we should start an ASMR channel. Oh, like Michael Winslow, but way worse. <laughs> yeah. Pot of blunders. <laughs> CJ Mickey, worse than Michael Winslow. <laughs> well, if if now's like about dinner time, I'm sure that's where a bunch of people are going to be. So that's right. probably a great place for us to go. Just to watch everyone. Maybe we can see any suspicious activity. We've and... already had our corn soup. I don't know. Wait, did we? Oh, do we eat the corn soup? I, that's up to you. I don't think we did. I think we went straight to my oh. room. All right, then. Okay, yeah. We better go get the corn soup. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, I think we're going to walk over to the cafeteria or the mess hall or whatever. It's uh, downstairs. Whenever you walked into the lodge, all the rooms and stuff were to the left. This part's probably off to the right. Uh, it's kind of just a long hallway with a big fireplace in it. There's so many fireplaces in this place. Suspicious. It's got, it's got just long tables that are set up for serving like in mass. Are, are there a bunch of people here? Yeah, I'd say um, pro- you could guess that everybody who's here is here. So there may be 20, 25 people, including yourselves. Is Bill here? Yeah, Bill's here. Oh, he's talking with another guy about insurance, you're presuming. I'm trying to get his attention so he looks at me so I can ignore him and he knows it. <laughs> like I'm like clearing my throat a lot and like banging like dishes together and like <clears throat> and like whenever he looks, I'm like hanging on Blake and Atticus's arms and laughing too loud. <laughs> <laughs> he sees you like doing that and he just kind of shakes his head and like goes back to his conversation. <laughs> that makes me so fucking pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have done this dance a long time. Man, I feel like you're working through some shit tonight. I don't want to talk about it. Let's move on. <laughs> Give me that goddamn corn soup and shut the fuck up. I think Atticus, Atticus is going to get in line for the uh, corn soup. And do I see any of like the staff members that we met earlier? I, I'm sure that like like Keith, um, Janet, Ivan. Um, yeah, Janet and Ivan are are the ones who are like really like manning the uh, cafeteria. But yeah, you don't see Keith right now. Then uh, Atticus takes his bowl of corn soup and sits down. He doesn't eat it, though. He, he's going to wait and watch what other people are doing uh, just on the lookout for anything. I got to go find Keith. Yeah, I think right now you could slip out with no problem and like nobody would say anything. Yeah, I'm splitting the party, guys. I'm eating my goddamn soup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm mad. I want my soup. Blake, where are you going to look? Cheryl accidentally, what, you hit a brick in the fireplace to make it spin around? Yeah. yeah. It, like, opened up a secret compartment. You said that this hotel is filled with fireplaces? Yeah, it's, like, every room has one. So I'm just going to go up to random fireplaces and start hitting bricks? Okay. Let's go ahead and just roll investigate a mystery. Six. Uh, mark experience. Yeah. Um, you also, uh, I haven't said it yet, but you also have luck that you can use. For this, we'll have two luck just because it's a one-shot, but that can turn a failure into a 12. So I should probably do that then, huh? That's up to you. I'm using that. All righty. So uh, no, no experience for me. Yeah, so you hold two. Uh, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? 
What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what's being concealed here? Well, I want to know what's being concealed here. I think just from your poking and prodding uh, in the main hall, because the main hall has just a big fireplace with a lot of like chairs around it, poking and prodding, and you find just the right combination that it shifts and then the bricks kind of open up and the fireplace itself like is in its own self-contained unit and it just moves off to the side and reveals a uh, stairway going down then i'm going to take out my watchman's flashlight and follow the path you head down and you find kind of stone ruins they seem to have been like sealed and you see markings and etchings on the wall that resemble the book that you guys found down the long hallway you hear chanting i think i should go back and find cheryl and atticus okay tell them what i saw uh you also have another question if you want to ask or you can hold it for later i'll hold it for later okay i imagine like blake nonchalantly sits down and tells us what he saw Atticus is just like what you saw chanting that that's we gotta look at that immediately and Atticus kind of stands up and he's like well wow that corn soup was delicious and I think I'm gonna go clean up a little bit and uh he tries to exit the cafeteria and non-suspiciously whistling the whole time (laughs) well I also found something very special guys the bottom of the soup bowl twice it's delicious Real funny, Cheryl. Ha ha ha. One of the laughs and posts is fine. Yeah. And Atticus is just like, let's go. Yeah. Did you close up the the stairwell whenever you left, Blake? I think in my excitement, I probably forgot. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, you get there and it's still open. See? I told you. Cheryl, are you with us? No, yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely going with you Cheryl, guys. Cheryl, you're either with us or you're against us. <laughs> I'm going with you, but like, I'm trying to like hurry up and hastily pour uh, the ladle of soup into like a, it's a, it's a go cup. <laughs> you know, like, the soup is just so good. So no, we're joking, Atticus... but I'm probably going to make this one if we get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Send some over, would you? I'm going to try this corn soup. Yeah. Cheryl, Cheryl's a fan. Oh, I can't get enough. Atticus is going to pull out an Uzi submachine gun which is crazy right where were you hiding this (laughs) (laughs) he wears uh baggy coveralls if that's okay yeah no that's fine i there's no restrictions written in game that says like you can't carry around a big sniper rifle with you i just (laughs) always love asking how did you hide this i think he unzips his coveralls and underneath it's kind of like neo going through the check it during the matrix where mm-hmm. he like opens up his coat and there's like all these guns but it's not as cool even though he is pretty cool but there's just like a, a submachine gun in there and a, a big knife as well and he takes out his uzi he's like all right this might be uh get a little hairy guys and um he heads down so what's the order you guys are going down in i think the man with the uzi goes first I'm going second, I guarantee it. I have to do it. Why? I don't like waiting behind people. <laughs> the guy with the flashlight is going last then? I, I, I love mean, it. I'd go in the middle and, and you'd go last because mm-hmm. you were so concerned about your soup. 
No, that's where you get taken away. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm not getting got like that, fool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you follow this down into this tunnel. And you walk into this room. This chamber is large and circular. You're kind of impressed that it is this size. Best estimates is that it's built into the mountain. And in the center of it, you see Keith in robes, and he is chanting. He's standing over a book much like the one you found. Are you guys being stealthful about this, or are you just walking in? I imagine that we try to be stealthful, because I want to see what are they doing. All right, And is it just Keith, or is it other it's people just as Keith. well? It's just Keith? Okay. Uh, We're going to be yeah. stealthy. It's a good thing he's got his Uzi. <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> I see them getting ready to be stealthy, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to go talk to him. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay. Don't. So... He's one of them Hollywood liberal elites. <laughs> I think Atticus... Now he's worshiping. It... He's drinking children's blood down there. What are you doing? We're all just people. We need to talk to each other. Break down the barriers. Shut up. I think um, Atticus, just saying that it's key, he's going to sprint at him as fast as possible and try and tackle him. To the ground. All right. Uh, roll act under pressure. Um, act under pressure. That is a seven plus three is a ten. You tackled Keith to the ground and knock him out, and he's like, "No, no, the opening must happen." Keith, this this is wrong. What you're doing? Stop you it! Even, you don't even know what I'm doing. I don't even have to know. I know it's wrong. Oh yeah, what am I doing then? Why is it wrong? So you're trying to. Make everyone get eaten by shadow people or something. Why? Why don't you tell me? What are you doing, Keith? I'm trying to sacrifice everybody to the shadow people to open up the portal to the other dimension so they can go away for another year. That's insane. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Why? Why are you doing this? Because they told me to. Who told you to? And he points. And uh, if you look where he points, give me a roll. Roll plus sharp. Okay. Oh, a nine for old Cheryl. I got seven minus one is a six. Mm. Hooray. Does anyone want to help out? No, eat shit. (laughs) (laughs) I got a 13. Atticus peers into the Eldritch Horror (laughs) and goes insane. On the 10 plus, you see a large shadow creature that's filling up a large portion of the room. It stands on two legs, but it's bent over and it's got a girthy body. But you can't make out much more detail than that. Um, um, Cheryl, uh, I'm going to give you the option. You could either catch glimpses of this creature, but have a struggle to make it out, or you just don't see it and you can mark experience. I'm seeing it. I want to see this thing. Okay. So yeah, you can barely sort of see it. So any attacks you make on it, make it have a minus one. Okay. Atticus, you don't see it. You just see darkness. What What are you pointing at? What's going on? You don't need to see to aim with an Uzi. Just start blasting, Atticus. I don't I don't think Atticus is going to take that advice. Who Who does see it? Is it Cheryl and Blake, or is it just Cheryl? Blake definitely sees it. Cheryl sort of sees it. Okay. And Blake tells me to shoot at it. I think with just that information, I'm... I think he realizes that he can't see it for some reason, 
and he's going to try to grab Keith and pull him out of there because he he knows that these monsters are very dangerous and he still doesn't know what this thing even is. We we got to get out of here. You're coming with me, Keith. And uh, he start I try to drag him away. Roll act under pressure. 11. How do you carry him out? Like are you dragging him or are you throwing him over your shoulder fireman style? Atticus is a pretty tough guy. You know, where he's not very strong in mind, he's pretty strong in body. So he's going to pick Keith up and throw him over his shoulder mm-hmm. and try and get out of there. I, I think he's using both of his hands to hold him, but he's still kind of gripping his Uzi. Like, I don't want to drop it, but I don't think he'd be able to use an Uzi like this. Well, no, don't, don't Uzis have, like, the shoulder strap? Yeah, if Dietar would still be anything they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot my shoulder strap. <laughs> Ah, beans. I hate when that happens. (laughs) Yeah, so you start making the way out, but as you're moving, and this is the hard move you get for failing to see the creature, you're running, and suddenly everything around you goes pitch black. Blake, you see Atticus run right into this creature's mouth. I start screaming. Atticus, no! (laughs) Where am I? What's going on? Child, you in danger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Do and I do I still feel the weight of Keith's body? Yes, and you can feel. Do I, do I hear anything when I scream out? It feels very muted, and you hear the sound of it coming back at you, like everything's just closing in around you, and something sharp stabs you in the shoulder, and you take three harm. Well, it hits my body armor. So I only take two harm. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. Take two harm. That's not good. <laughs> um, uh, so, Blake, what are you going to do? I'm going to rescue my friend. I'm going to start shooting at the shadow monster. Uh, okay. I've rolled kick some ass. All right. Kick some ass is tough, and I am zero tough. Twelve, though. Hey. Twelve. Oh, hey. Way to go. Oscars. Um, uh, on a 10 plus, you choose one extra effect. You can give plus one forward or give it to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm, you suffer less harm, or you force it where you want it. Like, can I force it to open its mouth? Yeah. Then, yeah, I'm going to, like, shoot his... His uvula. I mean, you can shoot thing it in, in the... the back of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> shoot it in the dick. You can shoot yeah, it in the toe, because... I was going to say shoot it in the toe because, you know, if you stub your toe, you're going to scream out. So, yeah, you're Where's saying like, that if you got shot in the dick, you wouldn't scream out. That's what you're telling no. me right now. I, 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 I wouldn't. I had one thought before that thought. OK, <laughs> yeah, I'm shooting it right in the monster dick oh and his mouth's going to yeah. fly open. Yeah, uh, you, yeah you shoot it in the, the monster dick uh, words. I thought I didn't. Didn't think like I would the say dick of a monster, not right. a monstrous dick. I mean, it can be both things. It's shadow, so I, I don't know. I mean, there's a bad dragon out there that resembles it 100. <laughs> <laughs> percent Yeah, so you shoot this thing of the monster dick, and it like roars out like loud enough that this room shakes, but its mouth is open now, and these tendrils spill out, and one of them whaps you for two harm. Can Atticus see the way out now that the mouth is open? Uh, Yeah. 
because I think Blake still has uh, his flashlight with him. So yeah, you could definitely see that. Follow the light, child. <laughs> okay, Atticus um, is gonna make a break for the light and the the staircase with okay. Keith on his shoulder, if that's reasonable. Fuck Keith, you leave um, him in that monster mouth. <laughs> you have to. So in order to do this, you'd have to like get out of the creature's mouth and then get around the creature. Okay. But yeah, I think you could easily like get out of the creature's mouth, but to get around it, you'd have to roll act under pressure. Okay. Kiss is okay on, on under pressure usually. And that is a five plus four plus three is a 12. You're adding up three numbers and I'm just not oh. processing it. <laughs> 12. Yeah, 12. It's, yeah. It's 13, isn't it? 5 plus 4 is 9 plus... No, I thought you said 4 twice. Never mind, bye! But 3 plus 4 plus 5. No. But 4 plus it's 4 a... plus 5? I'm spot fucking on. Yeah. It's a 10 plus. You do what you set out to do. So yeah, you, you run around this creature. Uh, Cheryl, are you going to do anything? Let's see. I got soup in one hand and my gun on the other. The smart part of me is just like, I, I run away. But where's the book that Keith had? It is laying on the floor because whenever Atticus tackled him uh he left it there i'm gonna run over there and start tearing pages out of it oh wow okay because um, she's seen horror movies she knows yeah <laughs> um i'm gonna throw in even... fire and lit, get lit on fire <laughs> well there isn't any fire in here like I was... uh, that's i was gonna say that's one thing you notice is there is no fire no source of light in here mm-hmm. but yeah you're starting to tear out papers don't you have a move as the mundane for this i have oops I have what could go wrong if I charge into immediate danger. I would say best. you're definitely charging into immediate danger. But I'm, yeah, I'm beating feet. I'm going to start tearing shit out of here. <laughs> I can inflict one harm. I can reduce someone's harm suffered by one. And I could do that for Atticus, but fuck Atticus. And I can take plus two forward on acting under pressure, which is what I'll probably end up doing. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to make you roll actor under pressure just to make sure that you don't get attacked by the creature in the meantime. Okay. Was cool. Oof. Oh, oh, that's a uh, two plus zero plus two. <laughs> See, I like that math. I can do that math. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, remember you, me. <laughs> so, Cheryl, you're running and you feel something slide around your ankle and just yoink. This is a no harm rule. So, in Monster of the Week, zero harm moves don't do any damage but they put you in predicaments, throw you in danger. And in this case, uh, the creature has an ability to use its tendrils to pull you into its mouth. So you are currently restrained. I've seen hentai. You don't have to go further. I I thought about that. Like, as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, I hope nobody takes that. Oh. Well, I can't let Cheryl be dragged into the mouth. I go to reload my gun, but all the bullets fall out. So, oh shit, I'm like stumbling around on the ground to find my bullets. And that's when I pull out my flashlight. And then I mm. notice the monster recoil in horror. If that's what happens. I don't, we don't uh, even so know. I'm assuming. Oh, I yeah, just want to yeah, be the big dick that's like, oh, I figured out the mystery of the flashlight. Do you want to like do a roll to figure that out? We can. And just play it off like that's what happened. Yeah, you could investigate a mystery. So with my sharpness, I will investigate to get a five. Use the luck point. Oh, with Use my luck. luck, though. You have one more luck. Yeah, and I'm using it because I knew that all along. I was just messing with you. It was a test, and you passed. <laughs> all right, so you hold two. 
uh, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What, what was it, it going to do? What can hurt it? By looking around, you can definitely pick up. There are no light sources in here. As you're reloading, as you said, you pull out your flashlight and it visibly recoils back from the, your beam of light. Eat flashlight, swine! And I'm going to shine it right in his eyes. Are you intending to hurt it or are you trying to like keep it at bay? I want to hurt it. I want him to drop my friend Cheryl. So roll kick some ass. Kick some ass. Which is tough. And I am not tough at all. A 10. Wow, hey, that's good. Uh, you On a 10 plus, you choose an extra effect. You can take plus one forward or give it to another hunter. You can inflict terrible harm. You suffer less harm. Or you force it where you want it. I will inflict terrible harm. Yeah, since we don't really have a mechanic for a flashlight. Or does your flashlight do harm? No, my flashlight does one harm. Okay. So monsters have weaknesses in this game. Typically, the way that works is it either like wears down their armor or it does double damage. And in this case, you're going to do double damage with the flashlight. So you do two harm with this. And this creature cries out and it drops Cheryl. And you see it shifts like it goes on the wall. And then it starts going down the hallway towards Atticus. Okay. So nothing to worry about then. work here is done boys (laughs) if he shines a flashlight on it does that reveal it to Atticus uh yeah I I would say like he shines this flashlight since like the door to the hallway was between Blake and the creature so the creature's shadow the shadow of the shadow is like big on the wall and you can just see like what he's been struggling with and what ate you. Okay. And I, I also see Cheryl seems to be not getting dragged away anymore. Right. She right. Be yeah. On the ground or something at this point, I think Atticus realizes that it's weak to light and he is going to drop Keith and pull out his Uzi and just unleash on this uh, monster. Roll kick some ass. That is a 13. All right. Uh, You have 10 plus. I will suffer one less harm. Okay. It attacks me back. It's charging towards you and it's going to swat, try to swat you out of the way, but you unleash this flurry of Uzi fire. How much damage does that do? Three harm. Okay. Uh, Yeah. You hear it like roar and grumble. It still like whips you, but it only does one harm. Okay. It stumbles back. Awesome. So it's like it's just like caught between both you and uh, Blake. Cheryl. Excellent. What are you going to do? I noticed that it hurt. it's hurt by light. I want to scramble back over to the book pages. Besides my handgun, I have a multi-tool. What are the odds I have like one of those little fire starting flints on there and I can start this book on fire? I'll give it to you. The, <laughs> there are two <laughs> kinds of people who would have that. The teenage boys who, who are knife guys, you know, the ones I'm talking about. Of course. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, there are the older crowd, the scout masters and who not. So, yeah, I would say you you have the fire starter with you. See, I figured right, you'd have gonna... like a little compact in her purse that you could like reflect the little light and make like a... <laughs> the flashlight off somehow, make a yeah. fucking death ray. No, I'm just going to use the, the thing that Mr. Ray said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to try to like desperately start a spark to light these pages on fire that I've been tearing up. Roll me, act under pressure. Oof. 
Now I get my plus two on this because I have to hold two for my last move. Yes, and you have your other one. That's right, I haven't. Six plus two plus two is ten. Hey, yeah, that's right. Checks out. Yeah, <laughs> let me just get my abacus and. <laughs> and t- 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 yeah, you do what you set out to do. You catch fire to these pages, and the first thing you immediately notice is how bad they smell. I don't know if you've ever like burnt hair or anything like that. There's there's a very unique scent, <laughs> and you hear this creature screech and wail in pain, but then it starts to light up. Its figure and body does, revealing a large, girthy, two-legged beast that has tendrils coming out of its mouth, but no eyes. It lights up brighter and brighter until it becomes its very own source of light, and all you can see is the light. And then, poof, it's gone. And the book that you were burning is gone. And Keith is on the ground sobbing. So I sit back, and with a shaky hand, I take a sip of my soup. Charles, come here to kick ass and eat corn soup. And thank Jesus that I still have some corn soup. <laughs> Not Jesus, this is way worse. That's way worse. So what do you all want to do now? I want to shoot Keith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, that makes sense, yeah. Wait, wait, where's the other book we have? There was two books, right? There's one to be translated, and then this book. Yeah, the other one's up in uh, Atticus's room. We got to find out from Keith if there's any more books. Keith, you got some explaining to do. You're going to come with me. Blake, did you want to roll kick some ass? To shoot him? I mean, you said you wanted to shoot him. Uh... No, no, no. Don't don't shoot him. He's got to give us some answers. Uh, you're right. You know what? That was, you t- that was you- well-received, honest advice you just gave me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I must use my contrary. <laughs> <laughs> roll kick some ass. Uh, but if I do contrary... I also get a plus one. Eleven. What extra effect do you want to do? I don't think I want to shoot him in the head or nothing. Maybe just like in the gut. Well, that way it's slow and it's painful, but he can still walk. Yeah, how much harm does that do? It's a two hum. I'll tell you what you want to know. Jeez, you didn't have to shoot me. Yeah, but it felt (laughs) good. Now, where are the other books? There's only two. Two total or two plus this one? Two total. There's this one and then there's the other one that is somewhere what was that monster that was back there is it gone it's gone you can't feel it i mean yeah a little <laughs> we we gotta go we gotta go get that other book throw it in the the fire nope, otherwise i'm worried that thing will come back it's it's by only link right which is why we need to destroy it no that's last year they they took my son they took him to that that shadow realm and they came back this year, and they said they they needed more people, and that's why we did that sale on the Groupon. We wanted to bring in as many people as we could. If they came in, I figure they 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 bring my son back. Why? Oh. Why was this here in the first place last year? Did you summon this? Who brought this demon here? Roll manipulate someone. Okay, that is an eight minus one. I'm gonna use a luck. Okay. I got two of them, and I want to know this. It was Ivan. Ivan found a book, and he started reading, and these creatures came out of a a, a portal that opened up down here. They killed everybody who was here, except for me and Janet and Ivan, 
and they took my son. Then the portal closed. I've been studying those books. I figured if they came out, you know, I could I could make a deal, and that's what I was doing. I I, I went to the university. I I found a professor who could translate it. Just wanted my son back. You want to see your son again? Yeah. Don't don't shoot him. Come on. <laughs> okay. I, I should not shoot him. Oh no. <laughs> Such honest advice. I'm not even gonna make you roll for it. <laughs> I shoot him in the head. He's told us everything there is to know. He doesn't deserve to live. Yeah, splatter shot across the camera. I wanted to know if the fucking <laughs> professor made a copy of this book. Oh, well, maybe I'll use my reverse bullets, Nate. It's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> you can still ask the wife or the Ivan we still got to kill. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Let's go check on your friend. Maybe he's got any additional information, but I think if we just burn this book, I don't think it's going to come back. I think that's the weakness. So first step is Atticus's room. And telling your fucking friend on your message board to delete the pictures of the book. About that time, you get a text message from House of Pain 45. Hey, just got done translating that uh, thing you posted. Seems like it's a pretty standard thing. Uh, something about shadow monsters from the other side. Uh, all you got to do is just burn this book and that book to close a portal. Or, you know, you can recite this certain cantation to, to bring them about. Let's just go burn the book. I'm, I'm, uh, let's just end this. Wouldn't and a government agency want to, like, keep it, though? Now, boys... I didn't say I was a government agency. Boys, let's not be too hasty on this. Well, I'm just saying that maybe we could stand to profit from our discovery. Maybe in the back of the book, there's a really cool recipe for corn <laughs> soup. Listen, if there's one thing I'm for, it's banning and or burning books. So let's do it. <laughs> uh, Atticus goes up and starts marching towards this room where the book was left you walk in and you see ivan is standing there looking over the book you just had to go down there didn't you i pull my gun on ivan uh, ivan pulls the gun on you he can't his oh, hands can are I full pull, of book can i pull my gun and do like a mexican standoff <laughs> you can hold a book and a gun no <laughs> sorry i checked the rules in the back of the book it doesn't say you can what if it's like like a Tom Savini in From Dust Till Dawn, Dick Gun? Oh, oh yeah. What is it with you and dicks? Stop. Sorry, I write what I know. <laughs> don't do. Don't make any hasty mistakes, okay? Don't don't do something that you're gonna regret. The jig is up. It's all done, okay? We're we're gonna take the book. We're gonna burn it, and then you know we're just gonna move on. No, we are going to open the portal and lure in the House of Eternal Night. And the world shall move to an eternal darkness. So wait, he's got... Cheryl and him have got guns pointed on each other. Yes. But me and Atticus have guns pointed on him. Yes. So the worst thing that'll happen is Cheryl will get shot. Yes. I think Atticus is going to try and shoot the book out of his hand. Okay, um, that's an act under pressure roll. Why? <laughs> that is... A seven, so I'm going to do, use my second luck point. Yeah, you shoot this book right out of his hand, and he is glaring at you, and he's going to shoot you. You're going to take two harm from his gun. Ow! I would like to do what could go wrong and jump in front of the bullet. That's a Atticus, get someone. down! Oh, I, just, I had a move from the mundane thing. 
whenever I charge into immediate danger. I don't know if that would count. Yeah, so you definitely hold two. Uh, if you're going to keep him from getting harmed, you have to roll protect someone. Okay. Roll tough. Yeah, if, if I get hit, that would put me into unstable condition, I think. I'm going to use my luck. One of my, one of my two lucks, because I rolled a seven. Okay. Uh, on a 10+, plus, you choose an extra effect. You suffered little harm. All impending danger is now focused on you. You inflict harm on the enemy, or you hold the enemy back. I hold the enemy back. I'll take the harm. How are you holding the enemy back? So like I think I jumped toward the gun. Instead of like okay. jumping in front of Atticus, I just jumped at him. Like, ah! Yeah, so you jump and he shoots you, but the two of you are kind of like entangled in a fight. He's got a bit of size on you, so he can probably maneuver it away from you easily enough after the next person acts. You also have your two hold. Mm. Well, I took a lot of those like self-defense classes at the Y, yeah. so I'm pretty tough myself. I don't want to brag, but... He's going to have a time of it taken away from old Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't drop her soup the whole time. That <laughs> no, wasn't there. Fanny he's just full confused of soup. that it's He's just confused that it's such of a struggle. Like, what is going on? Yeah, Ivan's big, right? He's yeah, like Ivan's... Big dude. Ah, I can see you've never tangled with a Midwestern man. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, what are you going to do? Well, he's distracted, right? Yeah, absolutely. Then I'm going to sneak up behind him and garrot him, inflicting three harm. Okay, I think you could probably take a experience from this because Atticus just told you to get the book and oh, you're. Oh, I'm going against his wishes. All right, yeah, roll, kick some ass. Twelve. Y'all are fucking this up. Uh, yeah. Uh, on a ten plus, you choose an extra effect. Then I will just inflict terrible harm, so plus one, so it'll be four harm to Ivan. Four harm. Wow. You come up behind him and you've got this garrote going on and he instantly like drops his gun and he's now struggling with you to get the garrote off of his neck. And I think he's going to try to elbow you in the abs, but you're going to take one harm just because that's what basic attacks do. Well, that puts me in a predicament because I'm now unstable. Unstable is like, you know, if you're bleeding out or something like that, you're fine. But if you don't get medical attention, you're going to take more harm over time. Can I get the gun off the ground? Yeah. I pick it up and I say, it's just been revoked. <laughs> uh, <shoot> you... <laughs> yeah, roll uh, kicks of ass. Don't don't hit me, though. I'm, yeah. I am behind. That's your fucking problem. You should have thought of that before you get elbowed to the gut. Saving your fucking life. Four plus two plus one. <laughs> but I have my luck, and that's what I'm going to use here. <laughs> my final luck. Do you want to use your holds on this, too? Yeah, let's fuck this guy up. <laughs> Blake's got Ivan held up by a garrot and Cheryl, you just grab his gun and say your awesome line <laughs> and pull the trigger and splatter his brains across the room and across Blake. And then I start screaming <laughs> like endlessly because <laughs> it wasn't as nice as I thought. I ended this whole man. Like, it's <laughs> over for this guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Atticus oh, this is, is way worse. <laughs> Atticus is going to walk over to the book and be like, these things, they just cause more problems than they solve. Magical books? <laughs> yeah, magical books. I, I just don't like books in general. <laughs> Fuck a library. It's Atticus' stance. <laughs> And uh, he throws the book into the fire. 
I'm not going to make you roll for it. But the screaming does attract the attention of the patrons downstairs, along with the gunshots. Yeah, and people are running up, and Janet sees you all. Her eyes are wide, and she yells, What did you do? And we pan out over the ski lodge as the winds are blowing, as we then fade to black. Uh, yeah! yeah. Nice, hey, nice job. We don't get to kill Thanks. Janet? No. Oh, That's my God. Two. <laughs> That's when like, hey. you and Anakin's going to bust me out of the jail that I'm in now because they shot a guy to death. Both of you are going to jail. I'm going to go to jail, but then my organization is going to get me out of jail. And they, they're going to help out old Blake, right? <laughs> got your own name, huh? Nice. Blake, he just he just likes kill people. I, I don't know. He just likes, he probably belongs in there. Blake I have Blake. jail insurance, so I'm pretty much fine. <laughs> jail insurance. <laughs> I really appreciate you all having me on. Uh, I love running Monster of the Week, and I've wanted to play this with you all for some time now. So thank you so much. Oh, that was a ton of fun. Mr. Ray, thank you so much. Uh, I got to ask, though, where is this game available? I'm releasing several bundles, um, and this is one of them. You can find all of my Monster of the Week bundles on my itch page, mrray.itch.io. I'm sure we'll have it in the show notes. Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Ray Underscore RPG. Well, again, man, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And it was, that was a blast. I love this game. Thanks again to Mr. Ray for coming on the show and running us through Monster of the Week. If you want a copy of this adventure that he wrote, it should be available on his itch.io page shortly after this episode comes out. I'll make sure to update the links in the show notes as soon as it's available. With that said, Mr. Ray does have several other Monster of the Week adventures published right now on his itch.io page, so go check those out. They're a lot of fun. You can also hear more of Mr. Ray's Monster of the Week adventures right on his own podcast, $2 Creature Features. It's a lot of fun. I'm a patron of his because they are just awesome. It's a great cast, great stories, and Season 2 just started, so now is really the perfect time to jump on board. Mr. Ray's kind of a feature on this podcast at this point. We've interviewed him for his uh, indie games, We've had him on an episode of Jumping in the Street Sharks, and we've played Three Baddies and a Baby on an earlier episode, too, which is one of his games. So, in case you couldn't tell, we're big fans of Mr. Ray. As always, we'd love to hear from you, so if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, email us at potofblunders at gmail.com, or reach out to us on Twitter at potofblunders. If you want to support the show, consider becoming a patron. One, five, or ten bucks a month gets you a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, cool podcasts, games I make... Uh, you know, like instant consideration for best friend status, all that kind of good stuff. And if you can, please, please, please review us on the podcatcher of your choice. Tell a friend, tell an enemy. I'm not picky. Whoever you want to tell who could listen to us, I would love to have them. But thank you for listening. And as always, I've been Nate Magnuski, and may all your D's be 12s. Thank <laughs> you.